some of the biggest, hardest moments for me really became quite the study in hindsight, just like our listeners, where when someone has broken your trust, it becomes really difficult to, like Bianca said earlier, to get back out there. How do you start to build trust when your heart is broken, when your trust is broken, when, you know, every single part of you is like, eh, don't do it. Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost hopeless and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays, where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Emilia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. It's Bianca. And it's Emilia. Welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed the last episode, number 249, Motivation Monday the permission you need to love yourself. For today, big celebratory moment, number 250. How to rebuild trust with others. The concept for this episode and when it comes to rebuilding trust with others, what we're going to be talking about today is really about what do you do after you've been burned time and time again? Whether it was, you know, once after having a really bad breakup or a really bad falling out with, you know, friends or family or whoever, how do you get yourself back out into the world and be able to rebuild that trust when you feel as though people aren't trustworthy anymore Mm. or you can't put yourself out there because you're going to be hurt? So that's really what we're going to be diving into today. And Amelia has a very tangible example for this. And then we're going to dive into three keys, three specific things that you can do that you can walk away with to be able to start doing this. So this episode is actually really the genesis of this came from a dialogue that I had or a text that was sent. I can't remember which, but I definitely had many of these. Uh, from someone in the community. So shout out to you if you're listening. This episode is not only for you, but thank you for your question around this, which was how do I how do I rebuild trust with others when X, Y, and Z has happened in my life? Because your question has helped us to open up this dialogue because you're not the only one that struggled with this. And I want to kind of share a vulnerable experience that I had gone through not only to share the three steps that Bianca and I are going to get into in this episode, but also to help our listeners know, like, we have been there before. And time and time again, it becomes hard. And it's the hard moments and what you take from those that really matter and can really build you into an incredible human being and the incredible human being you are. So when it comes to trust, 
and trusting others. It is a finicky thing. We all know that it is something that's, depending on how you grew up, right, it can be a really difficult thing, right? All of us have different comfort levels when it comes to how far we extend our trust and how quick at that we do so. So I grew up in a household where I think in former episodes I had mentioned I'm a conditioned extrovert, but I'm at the soul level quite the introvert. So with that, I grew up in a household that was very quick to initially trust others and be an open book. And the narrative around that was because that is important, right? It's important to help other people feel like they're trustworthy and and also helpful from a resourcefulness standpoint. When you are able to extend your trust, trust will come back to you. So I grew up being very extroverted, extending my trust and throwing it pretty much around to anyone that had legs and that could have a conversation with me, right? So in that, you can imagine growing up, I had very much misplaced my trust with people and certain people at that. So the one memory that I want to share was as I was transitioning from high school to college, where some of the biggest, hardest moments for me really became quite the study in hindsight, just like our listeners, where when someone has broken your trust, it becomes really difficult to, like Bianca said earlier, to get back out there. So I had two best friends in high school and they were like my ride or dies. They were my favorite besties. They were like sisters to me. And as I progressed to kind of go into college, I had experienced a lot of backstabbing, a lot of slander, a lot of um, really negative things that were said about me because I was going to what, in comparison to a lot of the statistics, a very prestigious college. And that was large in part because of the sacrifices that not only my parents had made to be able to provide an opportunity like that for me from an education standpoint, but also the sacrifices that I had made from an academic setting, right, staying in and studying and doing the hard work so that my academic merit could put me even in a school that is one of the best in the world. So with that, I started to kind of ostracize myself where I was doing some of the hard work that could get me a better education. And while I was transitioning out of kind of the small town that I grew up in, I had a lot of people that were coming at me really in mean, terrible ways that broke my trust. The things that some of them had said, it's like after that, if you've ever experienced some of the backstabbing, some of the slander, some of the really unkind things that people can do, especially when you're in that developmental stage, right? We always say that, you know, Mean Girls isn't a movie for no reason. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But at that time, I remember really questioning a lot of a lot of my entire world. You know, I had grown up with them. So 16 years, you know, at least our friendship was built off of. And that all came crumbling down. And to this day, I still I still don't talk with them. Right. And so, um, you know, they are who they are and only love to them at this point now. However, in that moment to this episode, how do you go from being best friends and whether it's your intimate relationship, whether it be a friendship, whether it be a colleague, whether it be, you know, someone, even family that has and has cultivated so much trust with you, when they break that trust, your whole world gets turned upside down. So how do you go from trusting someone, loving someone, caring about someone 
and then having everything that you thought get broken around that? How do you go from what you thought someone would never do to, oh, they went there, and then try to rebuild from there? I know we've all had an experience like that. It's completely devastating when you go through an experience like that because you start questioning your whole life at that point. You you start to question every friendship you have, every relationship you've ever had, and then you start going into the more insidious types of questions, which is, what's wrong with me that someone would do something like this? What did I do wrong? Why wasn't I good enough? Why wasn't I valued enough or loved enough or cared for enough that these people would do something like this? What's wrong with me? And I think it's the combination of those two things, the why would somebody do that and what's wrong with me, that really starts that process of tearing that trust with others, tearing the willingness to go out into the world and put yourself out there. So that's, I think, also where a lot of like cynicism and skepticism comes in. It's like you can't trust anyone in the world. Everyone is bad. Everyone is going to hurt me. Mm -hmm. There's no more good people out there. Like how many of us heard have heard people say stuff like that? How many of us have said something like that at one point or (laughs) another? Like Mm -hmm. all men are this, all women are that because we've had a few really negative instances and then we paint the entire town red yeah you know it's we it's understandable (laughs) it makes sense right you've been hurt and it's it's easy to not ever want to put yourself back into that scenario again because you don't want to get hurt again exactly because it's like how am i going to get through this I can't handle being hurt like this again. Like even even me after my last relationship ended, you know, it was another all of those limiting beliefs that came up of like, why did this happen to me again? Why does nobody ever love me? Why do people always do these things to me? And that the the feelings of I should never try again. Like even with me, they it came up. Now granted, Thankfully, I was able to recognize it and not let those limiting beliefs really negatively impact me. And I did a lot of the work to process through that. But those thoughts are there. They come up. And what we're going to do next is dive into, so what is the actual process of doing that? How do you start? to build trust when your heart is broken when your trust is broken when you know every single part of you is like eh, don't do it <laughs> how do you like how do you get yourself back to be willing to do it when you're on a journey of self-discovery or self-rediscovery it's very important to have a support system in place And that's where a group like Evolve comes in with their acceptance and advice and different people from different walks of life who can offer different perspectives for you to help you find your self-worth and aid in your journey of wellness. It's important and essential. What is step number one? What should people 
pay attention to and look out for or um, start trying? How can we start trying? So before I get into that, I want to kind of just add something funny here. Looking back, like I remember I actually, because that was my experience, it was so hurtful. It was so hurtful and such a vulnerable place to look back at. I actually started to adopt the the belief you can trust as far as you can spit. <laughs> so woof, imagine. So that that's <laughs> evidence to show y'all that, you know, I've been there too and it's it's really tough. So but here's what's interesting. I can sit here now and I remember telling Bianca this, you know, almost a year ago. You know, after three years of someone being my friend or someone being in my corner, usually I outgrow them or usually they'll turn on me or usually they'll start to villainize me and and make an excuse to get away because we're growing at such a fast rate. And so I've learned to not trust people from the evidence and all of that, which I have. But yet, how did I get back in the arena? How am I here now? where I have one of my best friends as my mission partners. I have an extraordinary relationship and time is really telling the truth Mm. of how important it is to what we're going to get into right now, which is rebuilding trust with others. Number one, this process looks like, ironically, trusting in the fact that you need to get in the arena again. If I just adopted and only allowed myself to believe you can trust as far as you can spit, I would never put myself back in that arena. Let's be real. I would never (laughs) extend my heart, my vulnerability to someone like Bianca or to someone like all of the amazing friends that I did have at college thereafter that experience. Thankfully, I put myself in the arena. So for you, for our listeners, now that you might have been in the scenario, what is the arena that you need to get back into? to prove to yourself and to find different evidence that this blanket statement that we want to believe because it keeps our world small and safe and secure, what is the evidence that we need to show it differently? Who are the people that are waiting for us on the other side of really facing this fear, which is that there are actually people that are good and trustworthy and waiting for us to be BFFs with or waiting for us to be mission partners with or waiting for us to be in a relationship with. What is the arena for you? So number one is get in the arena. (laughs) Number two, what are the courageous attempts that you need to make? So Bianca, you had mentioned Brene's Brown's marble jar. She has a beautiful example of like, whenever you extend or make a courageous attempt Let's say you put yourself in the arena. Let's say you go to a networking event. You know, let's say, for example, you go and go on a date. You're extending a marble to the other person that you want to start to rebuild trust with or place your trust in. Are they handling your trust with care? Or are they taking your marble, trust marble, and are they throwing it out the window, proving to you that, you know, at the end of the day, you should probably not place any more trust marbles with them? What I would also say, think of it as a marble and not a boulder. I think most of us have the error of trying to throw ourselves back into like the deepest um, layer that we can go into rather than having it be a little marble jar. So maybe going on a date, you're not ready for that. Maybe that's the boulder for you. Okay. Download a dating app. 
maybe that could be like the small, the small progression. Then maybe it's, you know, start swiping. Then maybe it's, you know, change your profile a little bit to be a little bit more of who you really are and not the persona that you want to embody. You know, it's, it's little inch pebbles. It's slowly exposing yourself to the scenario. So like, again, little example. After my last relationship, I didn't want to put myself out there again. I was like, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> I like I, my relationship history has been terrible. I understand at this point, like it's not me. It's like whatever, right? All the different narratives that came out. So I was like, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> F this. <laughs> I'm not doing this. And so little marble jar moments for me was trying to start changing my narrative. And then trying to put myself out there a little bit more <laughs> and then having conversations with the people around me and then looking at me of like, what could I have done differently? And then downloading dating apps and whatever, right? Whatever the case may be. <laughs> but it was slowly doing more, doing more, doing more. Because if I would have just tried to like go find someone, throw out a DM or like find someone on the street and just jump in, <laughs> it probably would have been too much of an overextension. So mm. little attempts, small little things that you can start to do. Yeah. Trust is a delicate, finicky thing. And I think it's so important to treat that with care. So and for me, for example, like I put myself in the arena. So I put myself involved with a community component, which in this case for Bianca and I's relationship, it was Muay Thai. And my courageous attempt to extend my trust and rebuild trust with others again was talking about goals. So my marble was goals because I realized and I learned from what my past was, what kind of was out of alignment was the fact that I couldn't really talk goals with my friends. And my goal was to go to a great college. Their goals were very different. So I extended my little marble and started talking goals with Bianca. And she actually brought her little marble of about her goals and dreams to the table. So we were having a marble party and trust was being built in that moment. So for you, again, what is that? It might not be the dating arena. It might not be friendship arena. Maybe that's family. Yeah. I have a client right now that's kind of working through that. So the last step here is maybe you do extend yourself in the dating arena, right, to go download or update your profile or maybe send a DM or maybe it's in the family arena where you're starting to kind of show who you really are or maybe it's in the friendship arena where you're extending that invite to a party that you're having or to a gathering a game night or maybe you want to go to the movies and you send a friend text message or a perceived friend that you're trying to build trust with but yet because you've been burned so much in the past by friends or by family when you extend that invite you send them a little text hey you want to go to the movies it doesn't get answered in one day two days go by what happens in the in-between Check your inner dialogue. Oftentimes, that's when we start to catastrophize and we start to say to ourselves, oh, I knew they didn't like me. Or, oh, I knew I wasn't enough for them. I know they had better things to do. We start to internalize and personalize the lack of response as a meaning that we're not worth their trust and that we yeah. shouldn't have placed our trust in them. So number three here is prevent self-sabotage from happening when you do extend your marble. 
do not let the inner dialogue and the blanket statements and the catastrophization start to grab a hold of you when you're just starting to rebuild this trust. And that, my friends, can help really put yourself out there to help you rebuild trust with others. And every scenario looks different, but the principles of what we talked about in this episode can be applied across the board. You can't grow and change and fix and heal these arenas just by thought alone. Yes, you have to do the mental and emotional processing of all of these things, but without the exposure of actually putting yourself back into the arena, none of it matters. So what could that be for you? What's the arena that you're going to try to put yourself back into? And just start there. Em, what is your episode suggestion? My episode suggestion for our listeners on this episode to jump off of is number 226, Effective Tools with Dealing. Or Effective Tools for Dealing with Challenges. That's what it is, 226. And my final takeaway is kind of what we spoke about before this episode where, um, you know, believing in that there are good people out there, believing in that people are, there are people out there that can hold your trust. And that is earned through you putting yourself through these three steps. And people will show you the degree of trust that you can hold or have or give to them. And Bianca and I are a great example. Had I not gotten into the arena, had I not extended a courageous attempt towards her and given her my mar- my marble, and had I not prevented self-sabotage, we wouldn't be here. Right. And so there's so many beautiful examples when you do look around, you can see them, but maybe you're just getting started and that's okay too. We were there at one point and this is something that we help clients with all the time. So hopefully you feel comfortable to kind of reach out if you're struggling with this. B, episode suggestion, final takeaway. I'm going to keep my final takeaway, the last thing that I said. Episode suggestion is 231 How to Trust Yourself Again. You can't trust others until you trust yourself enough to do the work to get out there. So when you can start building that trust within yourself that I'm going to figure it out, (laughs) then you can put yourself out there. So get out there, friends. Everything that you want is on the other side of you doing exposure. That's my final takeaway. There we go. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please reach out if this is something that you're struggling with. And we will talk to you next time. Bye, Bye, everyone. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth.
be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses, and these are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.